for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hi, my name is Mike Lee, and it is my privilege to share with you uh, the Word of God and let us learn to delight in being the presence of the Lord. You know, when I look back at my childhood, I remember when my family would take a trip at least once a month to the Korean grocery market, and there we would, you know, stockpile on all the Korean groceries before heading back to our homes. And I remember one time when we were there, uh, my brother and I, we got into a fight with some of the neighborhood kids. And when my parents found out, they were very furious with us. And when they put us in the car and as they were driving us home, they told us that, you know, wait till you get home and you're going to be in some serious trouble. And that for us, uh, my brother and I, it was psychological torture uh, because we were picturing and imagining what our parents would do to us. And we know that because of their anger and because they wanted us to be good children, uh, that the punishment will be coming our way. And as we are looking at today's passage, we'll see that the wrath of God is also uh, very real. And we're going to see reasons for God's wrath and why he does it uh, upon his children. So let's prepare to look at today's passage together as we read it. Romans chapter 1 verses 18 through 25. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness, since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. For although they knew God, they neither glorified Him as God nor gave thanks to Him, but their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like a mortal human being, and birds, and animals, and reptiles. Therefore God gave them over in the sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie, and worshipped and served created things rather than the Creator, who is forever praised. Amen. Now as we look closely at Romans 1, uh, 18 to 25, uh, we'll see here reasons that are given for God's wrath. And we see it's because of man's rebellion towards the Lord, uh, in verse 18. And by nature, men and women are sinful uh, before God. This means that we cannot have a relationship with God because He is holy. And because of His holiness, 
there is no sign of, or hint of sin that can enter into his presence. And this is what separates us from the Lord. And not only is our relationship with God broken, but we also know that our relationship with others has also been fractured because of sin. And this is all a result of our rebellion um, against God. And because of sin that's in this world, uh, everywhere that you look, uh, we see that the wrath of God is very real. And it's revealed from heaven against all of human uh, mankind. And, you know, we sometimes complain and we say that, how can a loving God be so angry? And the reason being is because we are very limited in our thinking um, as humans. But we need to place ourselves in trying to understand from God's point of view and where he's coming from. And, you know, usually our anger is motivated by our selfishness, our personal reasons, or for our desire for revenge. Uh, we forget that the wrath of God is justified because he is holy and because he is righteous in his character. And verse 16, Paul talks about salvation. And uh, what are we being saved from exactly when you think about uh, his line of reasoning and, and how he brings this about? And we see that we are saved from the wrath of God which we are deserved, you know, because of what we have done and because of where our standing is before God, we are deserving of his wrath without question. And unless there's something that we're being saved from, there is no point in talking about salvation. And, you know, the wrath of God here is directed towards two things. And one of them being is ungodliness. And this refers to man's offenses um, against God. Uh, that's, and that's pertaining to ungodliness. And the second thing is unrighteousness. And this refers to man's sin against another man. Uh, if we look closely at verse 19, it tells us that man knows God because he has revealed himself to us. Uh, the problem is not that we did not know God, but that we did know him but we refuse to glorify him as God. Uh, this means that we are without excuse for not knowing God. Uh, knowledge is of no use if it does not lead to holy practice. Uh, and so if you have all this knowledge and if you're not putting it to use, then it's meaningless. And this not only applies to people who don't have faith, but also for us as Christians when we fill our minds with theology, and it doesn't result in glorifying God. And if you fall into this category, you, then you will fall short of understanding why you study God's word. Now, the second thing that we see here is man's rejection of God. And this is where the refusal of, to accept or recognize God as Lord of their lives. And when they refuse to magnify and exalt God, as Lord, uh, their primary goal is all about glorifying oneself. It's all about making sure that people recognize you and they see your good points and they, you know, compliment you on those things. And so they're not only out for personal gain, but they don't even acknowledge God. And on top of that, 
they uh, do not even give thanks to the Lord for what he has done in their lives. And while they deny God, they look, they took all the things that were given to them and they used it for selfish gain. Um, and as they reject God, they live a very wretched life. And as we look at their condition, uh, we see that their lives are, are very hollow, that they have no meaning. In verse 21, it says that they become futile uh, in their thinking. And as they're living for themselves, they're wasting their time. And uh, they have no better things to do other than for themselves. And also that they're filling themselves. Eventually, these days will end. And as a result, uh, not only that, but we see that they will live a very horrible life. Uh, verse 21, it mentions their foolish hearts and that they were darkened. And if you're not living in the light, then it means that you're living in darkness. And I guarantee you that that is not a place that you want to be. And if you are seeking God, uh, let's pray and ask that He will reveal His light and that He will make Himself known and that we will no longer be living for ourselves. Let's take this as a warning. And hopefully this will be a wake-up call for many of us. Uh, wherever you are and however your standing is with God, uh, He is giving you an opportunity to come back before Him and make it right as we turn to Him. And as we look at this passage, um, I pray that this would be a warning to us. And I know that uh, our nature is toward leaning towards rebellion against God. Uh, when we see things that don't go our way, we can react and we can be angry towards God or towards other people. And as a result of that, it can cause uh, us to further our relationship with God. And I pray that you would not be led into rebellion or that it would not lead you down that path or that road of sin and immorality, but rather that you will come out of it and that you will learn to seek God and let this help you to understand that as you read His Word, as you study the Word of God, it will give you a second chance. It will give you a, a new perspective and a breath of life. And that can only be found uh, through the conviction of the Holy Spirit. I pray that the Spirit would help you, would guide you, and would lead you uh, not only to tears, but that it will lead you to your knees and asking for forgiveness and realizing the separation that we have before God that can only be closed through Jesus Christ, and which is why he came to this earth and to die for our sins. Uh, let us pray for that. Father, we just thank you for this opportunity, and we ask God that as you speak to us, um, help us, Lord, to have the right standing before you. We thank you for your word today, and we ask God that it will give us uh, a renewed chance and a desire uh, to make you known in our lives. Thank you for this precious time, and in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Single soul, the